The Mishnah, the end of Mesech to Yuma, says, Omar Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Ashrei Yisrael, the Jewish people are fortunate because HaKadosh Baruch Hu metayres Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu purifies the Jewish people. Hashem Himself comes down to cleanse the Jewish people from their sins. And the Rabbi Kiva brings a raya from a Pasuk in Tanakh, in Evim. It says, Mikve Yisrael Hashem. Mikve Yisrael Hashem. The pshat of the Pasuk is, Mikve Mikhaloshin Kavei. That Hashem is the Mikve, is the hope of the Jewish people. The Jewish people hope for Hashem's salvation. But Rabbi Kiva changes the pshat and uses a drash, Mikve Fenoshin Mikve. A mikveh, body of water that is used for tahara. And he says, mikveh is all Hashem. Hashem is the mikveh of the Jewish people. And what does it tell us? Maha mikveh metayres atmeim. Just as a mikveh purifies those that are unclean, kaha kodesh bochum metayres yisrola, kodesh bochum purifies the Jewish people. So Rabbi Kiva is trying to bring a proof that a kodesh bochum himself is the source of purification and cleansing for the Jewish people for their sins. And the Rebbe asks a couple of very simple questions. If Rebbe Kiva wants to prove that Hashem is a source of tahara and purification for the Jewish people, why does he have to go to a Pasig in Navi, where the Pasig doesn't say it explicitly, but uses the word mikveh, and we use a drash, the mikveh means not the hope, the way it literally is meant, but it means a mikveh of tahara. There's a pasuk mafurish in Parshas Achimais in the Parsha of Yom Kippur, where it says, "Kibayim azay yechaper aleichem Hashem will atone for you on that day of Yom Kippur, letaher eschem to purify you." Hashem purifies us on Yom Kippur. So why do we need a pasuk in Tanakh, which is so indirectly? Uh, referencing the, the concept of Tahara when is a clear pasuk in Pasha Zachmais that Hashem does provide Tahara for the Jewish people. The second question is why does the pasuk have to say Ma? Why does the Mishnah have to say Ma mikveh metayres atmeim? She says a mikveh metayres atmeim. Of course, it's the atmeim. Uh, all the Mishnah is trying to prove that Hashem is a source of Tahara. So he says, just as a mikveh is a source of tahara, ma mikveh metahir, kacha gishboch metahir. What does he have to say is atmeim? And the third question, which is the most uh, significant question, if we're going to need an explanation for a source of tahara, uh, the explanation is needed for the mikveh, not for Hashem. The Mishnah is saying, how do we know that Hashem is a source of Tahara? We learn it from a mikveh. <laughs> About Hashem, we don't need a, a source to prove that Hashem is a source of Tahara. Hashem is Kali Yochel, and of course, He's the source of everything. He's also the, close, the source of Tahara. If there is a question, there's a question about a mikveh. How come a body of water, a physical, limited substance of water, can serve as a source of Tahara? a spiritual tahara for someone who is unclean, spiritually unclean. Where does this power of purification come to a mikveh? So the answer would be that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the source of tahara and he gave the power of tahara to a body of water, to a mikveh. 
But the mission does the opposite. How do we know that Hashem is a source of Tahara? We learn it from a mikveh. It seems the other way around. The Rebbe says two remarkable ideas. The Mishnah obviously is not here to tell us uh, that Hashem is a source of Tahara. We all know that. It's a Pasuk Mufurish in the Torah. Kabayim Azei Chaper Alechem Letayir Eschem. Lifni Hashem Titaru. Hashem is a source of Tahara is, is very clear. But the Mishnah Rabbi Kiva is trying to tell us about the nature of the Tahara. Sometimes a Jew has done many averes and has gotten into many different uh, bad habits and he's ready to do tshuva but not for everything. It's not so easy to kick all one's bad habits in one shot. He's ready to give up one avera, one bad practice but while he's going to continue to practice the other Averas, he wants to do tshuva for one Avera. Does such a tshuva work? One could argue that such a tshuva is futile. It's meaningless. Because what is an Avera? An Avera means prikas oil. Somebody who rejected Hashem's yoke. If you do tshuva for one Avera, but you're not ready to uh, reject and renounce all the other habits and averas that you did, then you're still not having Kabbalah's El Malchashamayim. So, doing Chua for one avera with the intention of not giving up the other averas is a meaningless Chua, perhaps. Says the Reb, that's not true. That's not the case. And we learn it from a mikveh. The din is that there are different types of Tumah. There's a type of Tumah that's more severe which lingers on for seven days. And the person can only be purified after seven days of Tumah, and then they go to the mikveh, and then they become toyer in the evening. Then there's a type of Tumah which is less severe. It only lingers on for one day, and then <coughs> he goes to the mikveh and becomes toyer. And the Mishnah talks about what if someone has two levels of Tumah simultaneously. He's gotten involved in something that caused Tumah for seven days. He touched a dead body of a person and he's also uh, uh, got a, a source of Tumah which is only Tumah for one day like a Balkari which is known in Aloha that certain bodily discharges cause a person to be Tumah for one day now <clears throat> he wants to go to the mikveh after one day to get purified from the lower level of Tumah but the other, the more serious level of Tumah, will linger on even after the mikveh. Can you be purified for one type of Tumah, even while the other, higher, more severe level of Tumah, continues to persist? And there's a mission in Brochus that says that indeed you could. So for example, that there is a halacha that Ezra instituted that a person who is a Balkari, that type of Tumah, you're not allowed to daven until you go to the mikveh. Interestingly enough, for higher, more severe forms of Tumah, that restriction doesn't exist. Ezra only restricted the, the, the practice of davening when it comes to this type of Tumah only, for a particular reason. The question is if a Jew is Tumah, Tumah Shiva, a Tumah of seven days, but also at the same time also Tumah because he's a Balkari. 
he wants to be able to daven, so he wants to go to the mikveh for the keri tumba, which is only one day, but he'll still be tamiv seven the next seven days for the other tumah. He, he was in the same room with a dead body, for example. The locha is, he should go to the mikveh for the keri tumah, so he can daven, because you can take care of one type of tumah, even while the other tumah still persists. Says the Rebbe, this is what Rebbe Kiv is telling us. <clears throat> Just like mikveh is metayr, the tmeim, somebody who continues to be tamay even after the mikveh, for other reasons. Nevertheless, the, the tahara in the mikveh will help and be effective for that lower type of tumah. The same thing, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is metayr as Yisrael. When the Yid comes to the Abish and says, I'm ready to let go of one of Erem, even though it's too difficult for me to renounce all the other Averas, the Ebesh accepts that, and he's retired the Jew from this Avera. And that's the lesson we learn from Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. Dafke from that passage they will learn, like a Mikveh. We see from the laws of Mikveh how HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepts us, even if we come for a partial kapore, a partial tshuva in our lives.